Lutheran. Today we have the pleasure of talking with Tracy Verba. She's going to talk with us about spiritual direction. This topic can seem big and vague, so Tracy is here to unpack this term and share the impact spiritual direction has had in her life and what it can be for you. My prayer is you draw nearer to God during this, that you learn some practical tips for how to grow in your faith. One thing we've definitely learned during quarantine is that we must take ownership of our own faith growth. We've learned that we do have the ability to carve a little bit of time out of our lives to draw nearer to God. We can no longer rely on our old spiritual practices like just going to church every Sunday. We must be active participants in our faith development and Tracy will be our guide. So without further ado, Tracy, tell me what drew you to become a spiritual director. So it's funny to look back because it just kind of happened or rather I see how God made it happen. I was a medical laboratory scientist for 13 years and it was never meant to be my forever job. I always knew I would do something else and back in 2012 or 2016 I felt called to write. Um, eventually I created a blog about seeing God in everyday moments. And then in 2018 during church I read in our announcements about a retreat that was coming up led by Rick Strong and that he was a spiritual director, which I had never heard of before. So immediately after church, I looked up spiritual director and seeking the spirit within, which is the program that Rick went through and the program that I just finished last week. Um, I looked it up online and their information matched what I was trying to do on my blog. I was also interested in someday designing retreats, which speak, seeking the spirit within helps prepare spiritual directors to do. So it seemed like the perfect match. It didn't fully hit me though until a few months ago that I was writing about spiritual direction long before I knew it existed or what it was. I'm grateful that I am now trained and more educated on the subject so I can provide better information and help others through my writing and also working with others in person. That's awesome. It sounds like this was really a journey and process for you. God was weaving together all of these pieces of your life for one purpose. I love hearing when God does something like that. Another question. How has it impacted your life and your spiritual growth? So you're so right. It was definitely a journey, and your spiritual um, growth is a journey. There's no ending to it. It's something that continues. And Seeking the Spirit Within was an amazing program to go through um, starting my spiritual journey. Every part of it impacted my life and my spiritual growth. Throughout the program, I learned so much about myself and who God created me to be. I learned many different ways to spend time with God, which greatly developed my relationship with God and that I can continue using in my life um, to continue growing in relationship with God. I also learned how to listen better and be more understanding and compassionate to others. And now I get to serve others by being with them on their spiritual journey. Definitely, that's awesome. I'm excited to see where this takes you. I'm sure God will use this in huge ways. Now onto the practical side, what are some spiritual practices we might be able to implement in our own lives during this particular time of coronavirus and us being out of our normal routines? So many people have time, extra time on their hands and if you are one of those people, now is the perfect time to schedule daily time with God and develop a routine. So this means that you will need to schedule your time with God. If you don't schedule it, then you're likely not going to take the time to do it. Um, spending time with God and God's Word and resting in the presence of God is essential for our spiritual growth. It helps us find peace even in crazy times like we have endured this year. It also helps us learn to center our focus on God so He truly guides us in this life. 
a simple routine um, could include prayer, could include resting with God, it can include reading your Bible or doing a devotion. So a routine um, could be that you start with a prayer called Be Still, then you could read from your Bible or do a devotion, and after that you could journal about what stuck out to you the most about what you had just read in your, the Word or in your devotion. And then in the end, you can rest in silence in God's presence, just thinking about what you read, what you wrote, or just in silence with a silent mind. Um, the Be Still Prayer that I mentioned um, is a practice reciting the words of Psalm 46.10. And you recite the words in a, in a particular order in order to become still and be centered, which is a good way to begin your time with God and in, in the Word. It's a pretty quick process, and we could try it right now if you'd like. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So first of all, you're going to want to get in a comfortable position. So sitting or um, having your feet on the floor or your hands to your sides or in your lap, whatever is most comfortable for you. And then you're going to want to close your eyes and take some really deep breaths. Take three deep breaths and just rest. And then today I will read the words to you, and in the future you can, can think them or say them out loud. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. So hopefully through that you can feel how that can just bring peace and calm to your mind so you can have a clear, um, a clear mind to start reading and being in the Word and in your devotion with God. I completely love this. It's so good to sit in the quiet and to take the time for my mind to really rest and to recharge. So thank you for sharing that with us. What an easy prayer to try right when we wake up in the morning or after our morning coffee, maybe after we put the kids to bed or right before bed. There are so many small ways to implement these really meaningful and profound prayer practices in our lives. Do you have any other tools that might be helpful to equip us in our faith journey and growth? Yes, we learned so many different prayer practices. Um, for those of you that don't have extra time right now, I know from experience as a mom, um, when the pandemic hit and schools were closed, us parents of school-aged kids, um, we did not have extra time. We actually were more busy and we took on extra tasks such as um, helping our kids with learning from home. And we were suddenly never alone because our kids are always home and we can't take them anywhere or do much outside of home. So if that's the case for you, I encourage you to still find time to spend alone with God. And again, schedule that time so that um, it's part of your routine. Even if that means getting up early or staying up late, um, it's so worth the effort. I continue to make that time um, while the girls are learning, were learning from home because it was my only time of silence and my only time to myself. Once you start doing it, you'll love it and you will crave it. So throughout the day, there, you know, things can get hectic with kids at home, 
And one prayer practice I like to keep in mind when things get a little out of control is the Jesus breath prayer. Um, the words to the prayer are, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And so it's a breath prayer. And so during a breath prayer, on the first half of the prayer, you take a deep breath in. And on the second half of the prayer, you exhale that deep breath out. So in this prayer in particular, you would inhale deeply when you think the words, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. And then you would exhale fully while you think the words, have mercy on me, a sinner. And you could shorten that if you wanted to, Lord Jesus, as you inhale, and as you exhale, have mercy on me. And you do this three times and with three deep breaths. Three de deep breaths are going to help um, relax your nervous system. And then of course, with the words you're praying, you're calling on the Lord to be with you. Um, you are um, saying a prayer and hopefully all this together can help um, clear your mind and calm you down so you can proceed um, in a way that is more loving and more patient um, in the in the chaotic moment that you might be having. Um, I've also used this prayer at night when I can't sleep, when my mind's running and um, I just need to clear my mind in order to fall asleep. Um, there are so many other things that you can do um, with your kids or family. I know um, you spoke with Kristen a few weeks ago about gratitude and that's one thing that we like to do in our house at, at dinner time, um, we go around the table and share what we are thankful for um, each day. So there are so many things. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I learned the Jesus Prayer in college and it has been super helpful in my spiritual growth. I felt like oftentimes when I was praying, it, I just like listed a bunch of stuff that I want or it's like a laundry list of complaints. And so this prayer uh, really helped me kind of like focus on communing with God instead of me just rambling to fill up my prayer time. So thank you for sharing that again. Uh, what do you think some of the benefits of participating in these practices are? So the benefits include developing, developing a deeper relationship with God, learning to turn to God in times of trouble, and I know that I'm more peaceful and more patient when I start my day by spending time with God. If I'm having a difficult day, it's usually a day that I slept in and didn't start my day um, spending time with God and in His Word. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I know for me at first, developing a practice like this can feel like a burden or that the extra 10 minutes of sleep feels far more appealing. But once the habit forms, for me it's been really nourishing for my soul. And then I've noticed how that like pours into every aspect of my life. When I stop making a prayer practice a priority, I become more fearful, less creative, and short-tempered, and less likely to extend grace to myself, my community, and others. Is there anything else you would like to share with us, Tracy? Um, like I said, I've learned so many amazing practices that I'm excited to share with others. It was hard picking just a few to share with you today. Uh, there are a few ways I can continue sharing. Spiritual directors work one-on-one -on -one with directees and also with small groups to dive deeper into their spiritual journey, to see where God is leading in their life, and to learn prayer practices like the ones that I shared today. I do have a spot open for a directee. Directees meet with directors once a month for an hour session. Um, I am also looking into starting a spiritual formation group. If anyone is interested in either of these options, I would love to have them reach out to me. I also have a new website where I share my writing and some spiritual practice as well. You can find that at TracyMichelle.com. 
Thank you so much for being here today, Tracy. I included Tracy's email in the email that I sent out for this podcast, and you can also follow her on Instagram at Tracy Michelle. That's it for today. Let's pray. God, thank you for this time with Tracy. Thank you for her journey into spiritual direction. I pray that you will walk beside her and draw near to her. I pray for First Lutheran that you will inspire others to pursue their spiritual growth relentlessly as we know nearness with you is the ultimate joy and satisfaction. In your name we pray. Amen. for listening today. I hope you all will take five minutes and try one of those prayer practices. It can be really meaningful and I know it can seem a little scary and intimidating to try something new and maybe even a little bit awkward uh, but know that it is worth the risk and worth giving it a try. Um, You might just find something that is really meaningful for you. Now on to announcements. So we are opening June 21st, and we are so excited to welcome everyone back in to worship together. Um, Please check out our Facebook page or our website for our guidelines around worshiping in person again. We created a video, and it has all of our guidelines for worshiping in person again. So please check that out and let us know if you have any questions whatsoever about those guidelines. And we are continuing with our Wednesday night worship services, which will be exclusively online. And this June 24th, uh, we will be having a service of healing. And this is a time to celebrate God's promise of wholeness and peace in times of our physical, emotional, spiritual, or relational needs. Please join us on Wednesday at 6 p.m. for that service. That is all for this week. Have a great day.